0: Welcome to the Contractor's Best Friend Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Humphrey. Today we're sponsored by 4 and Caterpillar. Our topic today is actually going to be, I think, set up for a pretty good one. I call it the good, bad, and the ugly of, of cameras and vehicles. And I know this is something that's beginning to hit and impact a lot of contractors uh, of all sizes. But today we're joined on the topic uh, by Morgan Grigby, our Caterpillar safety expert. Morgan, it's good to have you again back in the uh, studios for this. And then also Lonnie Fritz, who will be joining us. He is Caterpillar senior market professional of the construction industry specializing sort of in heavy construction in the road building areas. Both of you, thank you for being with us today. Morgan, let me start with you. Is it not true that there are all kinds of feelings and emotions when you start talking about putting cameras in company vehicles.
1: Absolutely. There, there's no question that we're starting to see more and more usage of cameras employers contractors want to have a, a video record of what's going on and you know, use that positively but at the same time i do think that there is concern from the operator or the driver perspective depending on if it's in a machine or you know site vehicle that they that things could be used punitively as they're gathering that video footage
0: Yeah. And unfortunately, in most companies and most people, you know, if we don't know something well enough, we don't know the why behind it. We always think of it as negative. It's got to have a negative impact. Lonnie, let me turn to you real quick because I know you see this as well live. What is some of the resistance that you're seeing and why is it out there, you think, especially with operators or drivers?
2: Yeah, so in talking to customers, even just recently, uh, especially including ConExpo and some other events I support, it can be looked at in a negative way by the operator, by the driver, you know, as they're looking after what they're doing or not doing. But really, it it comes down to risk mitigation, visualization of uh, what's happening when you have a fleet of machines and vehicles, light vehicles, heavy iron, any of the above um, out there in the public. On a job site it is best to have that full visualization to leverage the technology that's being innovated and developed and brought to market all for great reason Um, we've heard of the dash cams you know you look at police officers today body cams anywhere we can put cameras on things to just capture the actual moment for training purposes for liability purposes you know one customer story that always uh, sticks in my mind is it was based on a color of a truck and the home office gets a call and says hey Rock damage, or another conversation was uh, erratic driving, and they're like, "What are you talking about? We're not even in that area." And luckily, it could be proven uh, through camera footage at that time, that date, um, that that wasn't the case, and they were able to uh, locate, you know, the proper vehicle, what have you, and saving the lives and what have you. So again, as Morgan mentions, looking at it, it's a very positive aspect, only making things safer and really peeling back the onion in the full
0: visualization and uh, transparency. Morgan, when you th- think about this, and I know I'm, I'm throwing this out of outfield at you for just a moment, but when, if you were to sell the need, if you're a contractor and you're needing to, to put, you feel the need uh, for all the right reasons to put cams uh, in the vehicles, um, what would be a why? How do you answer the why? What's the reason behind this? What, what would you propose a contractor? How would they propose that without it coming off like, well, I'm really putting these in or just to monitor your behavior?
1: Yeah, Brad. So, you know, I'm I'm all about safety, as as you well know. And I, I think that to me the the conversation is much better received when it's focused not on the what is happening, but on the why. Yep. I think there's a lot of opportunity as well if you get a champion on the site that is somebody uh, who's going to be out there doing the work. It's not yep. just coming from the foreman or the superintendent. Mm. You're getting somebody who everybody trusts and who can help people understand why it's important. You know, we talk about cameras monitoring, you know, internal monitoring in inside the cab, but there's also opportunities to be monitoring outside as well to help understand what's going on and help keep people safe even around the machines.
0: I think you're right. In fact, I appreciate you going straight to maybe getting that, the cheerleader, and you didn't use that word, but kind of of someone who can influence other people. And I've seen that happen very successfully in a lot of companies I work with, where they'll pick, instead of just putting cameras in all the vehicles at once, they may actually build into that, where they're putting them into people who they know could be leaders of the others uh, and, and setting that example. So I think that's a really good example. One of the things, you know, Lonnie, when I look at this also, do you actually see them being put into actually the equipment itself that have cabs yes yes i mean, mm.
2: the cameras are out there uh, mm. on the market designed for basically anywhere you can put them I mean when you yeah. think of the field offices I used to put cameras in mm. the classrooms banks you know it used to be a lot of building type cameras you know hanging on the outside of buildings for security now you take it to the job site the job sites are being lit up with cameras just for site surveillance you know to prevent theft um, for risk mitigation And now to your point, Brad, is inside and outside of the vehicles. You know, you have the inside mounted cameras. You have the outside or the exterior cameras, which there's a lot of factory integrated uh, camera systems coming off of our factory lines every day. You know, a rear quote unquote standard camera is almost standard on any product that we make today. I know you had mentioned in some other podcasts that we've had is look at uh, motor vehicles, you know, take a pickup truck, a car, a van, whatever vehicle it may be. It's almost standard equipment these days um, versus being optional, and that's at least a rear view. I live by you know the camera footage that my vehicle provides me almost too much. You, know, you rely on it too much, um, but it's just where it's at. So yes, inside, outside, all the way around, uh, hence the 360 vision, the camera technology continues to innovate, continues to advance. I know Morgan and her team uh, continue to bring ex- you know, extremely great products to the market. And trying to visualize as much as you can around the machine because there's so much going on for that operator for those folks on the ground to see to to kind of comprehend and and usually they got their head down doing their job right and that's what they're there to do but how do we bring in technology to keep
0: them safer so interior exterior cameras is where it's at I think it is. And, and Morgan, I'd like to come back to you in just a moment. I'll give you a couple of seconds to think about this, about how can we effectively maybe utilize the data the data that's that's maybe being generated. And, and let me give you a, a quick example before you go there. Um, I did have a client, and, and Lonnie, you might appreciate this too, I did have a client send me a short video of an actual experience where they had a camera posted in there. It was a tool truck. And there were two gentlemen in there, and um, it was pretty sad. No one got hurt, thank God, but but it was an interesting uh, situation where they came in off of the, – they are coming off of the interstate onto an on-ramp, and that speed was supposed to have been about 30 to 35 miles an hour. They hit it at 55, and there was a pretty quick turn. And, of course, they were driving a huge, big old tool truck and a trailer pulling behind that. They literally It literally shows uh, they're tipping up on two wheels as they're making the corner. Um, the, the, the driver – and is struggling to keep it on the track instead of going over the, you know, the the, the the cliff there, not cliff, but but definitely a fall off. And the passenger was obviously not seat belted in, hit his head, you could see his head hitting the top of the cab, coming down. Now, what's interesting about this, this all happened within like, what, 10 seconds, Right. The, the faces on these two gentlemen looked like they were almost laughing. They weren't. It was sheer fear. And to prove that was when the guy did land the truck and it stopped and was able to pull it under control, both men started crying. And the reason I share that with you is because that, that is an incredible piece of data. That company shared it with me because they were sharing it as as a, here's what could happen, guys. We're dead serious about seatbelting, number one. But this was one of those advantages. Had that not been captured on tape, on video, that incident probably never would, would have been reported. No one would have known about it. Those two guys would have kept it to themselves. Yes, there were some penalties paid. But at the same time, what it could have done to save future lives at least get guys thinking about it when they're driving the vehicle. Morgan, in your way of looking at life through safety eyes for Caterpillar, what are some ways that we can effectively use perhaps similar type data recordings that could help us grow a more strong commitment to safety? Well, you know,
1: you, you touched on it already, Brad. One of the simplest things we can do is make sure that, that people are buckled up. I hear a lot of excuses of, for people not buckling their seatbelt, and I haven't found a single one of them to be justified. And and one could argue that you mostly don't need it. But to your example, man, when you need it, you need it, Right. So you know, making sure that that people are doing that, and and some of the proactive systems we're seeing are are safety related, and then we're also seeing them being used and just improving our productivity. Uh, you look at just a basic camera system; yes, it's going to help the operator see more around the machine. We've also seen in some uh, quarry applications where we have customers that have actually belly mounted some of the front cameras and have them actually facing towards the rear of the machine so they can make sure to monitor their tires, which obviously an intact machine is going to be a safer machine, is going to be a more
0: productive machine. Great idea. Great idea. Seriously, that's a great idea. I not even thought about that. I didn't mean to stop you. <laughs> no, no, you're you're
1: you're good. I just you know, there, there's no limit to what, what our contractors and our customers yeah. can come up with when it comes to to creative and proactive safety solutions.
0: Yeah, I think that's, I, I do, I just applaud that. I, I think that's a good tip and, and a good good bit of insight. Lonnie, let me maybe close out with you. Any final thoughts on just this whole issue? Because this, this whole camera thing is, is, I know it's new, it's in the infancy, conservatively speaking, across the nation. But contractors are looking at adding these in more and more of their vehicles.
2: Yeah, you know, we we kind of look at and, and cipher, you know, what does the employee think? But when we um, really look at it, In the way cameras, you know, another example is the recreational use of cameras for skiers, for Mm. cyclists. It's it's hard to go anywhere these days and not see even a human being with a camera on them capturing the moment. If not, we at least pull out our smartphone, right? Exactly. We at least pull out our smartphone and capture it. So, um, you know, that leads to it is a proactive solution. You take what has been captured, you use that data. And I know we talked about training in other podcasts, Brad, is that's where these firms that are on the cutting edge, they're bringing in that footage, they're bringing in that data. They're using it as part of their training platform and program. It's not just how to crush rock and how to spread gravel and how to lay asphalt. We have a whole new era out there, and there's so much of this data, including the specific camera data now that can be used for training to better um, the industry better their workplace, better their environment. So I just encourage everybody out there to take it as a positive, take it as another tool in the toolbox to make you safer, make you more productive. And at the end of the day, go home to those that love you uh, the same way you came and started your shift.
0: That's that's a terrific close. And, and and I would just echo everything you said there. I'll steal a line from you. One of the things that, that I do. Address with a contractor who's when I meet employees that are you know, or that are pushing back on that. I always let them know. I said, you know, some of the best contractors in America have already gone to this. If your owner is thinking about putting or or has told you they're going to begin installing. Uh, cameras in in the vehicles. That's a good thing. That's a sign of a great contractor, and that usually wins them over in many cases. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, we thank you for your time that you spent with us. Thank you for spending a couple of minutes with us. Also, want to thank uh, you know, Morgan Grigsby and of course Lonnie Fritz to be with us again. It was great to have them here in the recording, and and it, there are a lot of good information. You may want to listen to this again. Hopefully, you took some notes. Um, As always, we're glad you're here. Go over to our archives, either at at cat.com or forconstructionpros.com. You'll find all of our podcasts kind of in an archive situation. You might want to listen to some other topics as well. From the facilitator here, Brad Humphrey, to you, hey, have a great year. Find more helpful information from CAT experts on cat.com on the Tips, Tech, and Tools Expert page.